to Mind Crime Liberty Show with me, Swithin Dobson, and him, Tim Batten. Today we discuss, is the government too incompetent to pull off conspiracies? Tim. Well, they, we have our official title, but we can also call can call this, Can 100 People Keep a Secret? Uh, because a conspiracy is you know a group of people inspiring to commit an action, which you know in the human action standpoint is beneficial to them. Um, so I... One of the unintended consequences of what got me into this topic, unintended consequences of, of, of YouTube censorship, is I started watching a Rumble, uh, and on Rumble, you know, I got there because of Glenn Greenwald, and on Rumble, there was this show, it was recommended, which was called Conspiracy Pill, and they were quite good, and they went through a number of them, 9-11, the moon landing, Pizzagate, I think even the, Os- uh, the uh, you know, Tita Oswald, Royal, um, the, the act alone in the Kennedy assassination. Um, I'm not here to talk about any individual conspiracy theory, rather them as a general set. And no, I, one of the things I noticed is all the official, you know, to go back to the human action standpoint, all the official, uh, all the official explanations are quite uh, militoast or flaccid or just kind of lame here. And there are a lot of holes in them, so to speak. Um, and that's just the official explanations. I never really looked into, for example, the I-11 one recently, but there are like, you know, there's not much videos of the Pentagon being hit. That's just weird. That's just weird. You can you can try you can call me a tinfoil hat lunatic if you want. But you know, the fact that there's only one grainy security footage video of it that's and the other ones happen to just disappear. That's kind of weird. Um to say the least. So here and I think we libertarians have a special insight here and also a, a sort of a disinsight if that's a word. Um and one of the debates that happens in libertarians is is the state evil? You know, or is just an incompetent, bumbling fool. And for the most part, the, one of the things that you, anytime you see a conspiracy, one of the things that get yeah, stated is, you know, well, the state's too incompetent to do that. You know, the state, and you hear high-profile libertarians, more like the Reason Magazine set here, but this sort of comes from Hayek. You know, this is one of the Hayek versus Mises, I argue, splits here, where, where the Mises think that humans are rational and that the state... And this is my simple line of argumentation here. Individuals make plans. People make plans. Large organizations make plans. You know, if you take the Kinsella, you take the Chomsky, you take um, various the Carsonite analysis of the state. The state is just a giant corporation which has no competitors. Um, um, uh, so since individuals make plans, the people make plans, large organizations make plans, the state is just a large organization. So why can't the state con- conspire um, to do things uh, that are in its benefit. There's a means, the motives, you need the means, motives, and ability. The state has all three of them here. If you notice recently, speaking of large organizations, Volkswagen, um, more or less defrauded uh, emission standards. And it wasn't just a minor thing. You need a few hundred people probably to pull that off. Um, and for six years, it basically happened. By definition, if organizations are too incompetent to do things, this couldn't happen. Because Corporations and states bear a lot of sort of organizational similarities. Actually, the the so 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 in that sense, you know, if no one could keep a secret, there's enough born again climate change believers that would 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 benefit from blowing this up. Now again, I'm glad Volkswagen didn't uh so to speak didn't uh uh, uh did uh defraud the emission standards. Good good for them. That's a good argument for Volkswagen buying a Volkswagen car. Um. But to go back to the state, uh, make a similarity between the state and large corporations, everyone agrees that corporations have committed, quote unquote, some form of um, conspiracy theory. I mean, that's why regulators, 
that's why that's the normie argument for regulation to begin with here, um, to begin with. So, so, and I don't think there's that much difference between a state and a large corporation. Just the state has more tools available than a sort of, so to speak, private air quote mega corporation. In that it has the court systems. It has, you know, Hans Hopp was recently on a, you know, a, a TV show. You know, you, you, are a federal judge. Of course, you're gonna. <laughs> he was making fun of a German uh, uh, judge who worked for them, and I was like, you know, the state has lots of actors which um, are are gonna arguably rule in the favor. Now, it doesn't necessarily need to be conspiratorial that they rule in the favor. They just either the rules are written in favor of them, or the rules are, uh, are, and the, the the people, the the rule followers, the rule enforcers are all. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and speaking of things keeping a secret, during World War II, it turns out Truman, MacArthur, and Nimitz did not know there was an atomic bomb. I mean, again, those are huge people in the American uh, high command at that time doing actual things. Um, and now, again, speaking of conspiracy theories, to say that they were just like minor puppets, that would be a conspiracy. So, like, you know, huge number of people did not know about the Manhattan Project. Um, again, by definition, that could not happen. You know, the normie line is, oh, I, you know, I work, you know, I work for a large organization. How could that could happen? You know, the secrets would get out. The only two, two people can't keep a secret, only if one of them dead, which is not empirically true. There are conspiracies that happen. The difference between small conspiracies, like let's say Volkswagen, and large conspiracies is A, the state has, the state's doing it. And B, there's the state has more means to enforce dissidents. And C, the population. This is where I think that gets more interesting. You know, it's sort of like the big lie. You know, the, there's too many people that would get lose their jobs if this comes out too quickly, or it, there should be too much like a a dis, dis disaffection. I right, would be the word toward the state. You know, if if nine eleven what or the moon landing was indeed a psyop. So there's a huge amount of people. You don't even need to cover it up, and arguably, um, you don't even arguably cover it up. Uh, but with it, I sort of laid out a case. You know, for any of these things, you probably need a few hundred people at most. Okay, by filtering effects to pull by filtering effects. Okay, you, you the people that are going to be doing this, and then the second hand and third hand people. You know, the government officials, the media watch people. They don't really have an incentive to look into these things. Um, or, and that's just by filtering effects. You don't even need to blackmail people. You don't even need to threaten people. That's just by filtering effects. And just by career advancement, you know, if, if, if Fauci is these fundings are for huge numbers of things, are you going to be that publicly critical of Fauci? Not really. You know, if you work for Boeing or, 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 or McDonnell Douglas, are you going to be that critical of, of certain things? If you're getting huge, uh, are you going to be getting huge subsidies from most people? Not so much. I mean, normie historians, and again, I know we have dissident audience here, so bear with me for just in the, the thought example. Normie historians will say, oh, the Germans, they basically lied to their populations about the Holocaust and all these other things, which by definition couldn't happen by the line they're using, um, the normies. And actually the loose change people open up with that. Um, so I do think there's a cognitive dissonance or contradiction that occurs. I do think the state is... Con- competent enough when it wants to be, when it has a means to do it. There are things that it can't do. Um, like, I don't think it actually can physically take over Afghanistan unless it wanted to go full nuclear, or it can take over Vietnam, because that requires a sort of conscript army. There are things I think the state is incompetent to. I don't think the state can defeat supply and demand, totally. 
but in certain areas it might be able to do a runaround. So that's my sort of outline. I think there's enough means, enough motive, enough ability. So then what do you make of my case against cons- case in favor? Not anyone in particular, but in general. Um, Swithin, can 100 people keep a secret? Well, cl- clearly, yes. It depends which who the people are. And as you said, you know, if you, with the filtering effects of the type of person who gets there, I mean, perfectly plausible that they could do. Um, I mean, you mentioned like Fauci and the stuff with that. I mean, um, if these people, because some of these people might actually believe in what they're doing and what they're doing is 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 right and has some good um, outcome, that um, well, yeah, wh- why would we sort of say it was a conspiracy? Because we we know that people won't understand what we're doing, uh, don't real know what the real thing on the inside is, because maybe they can't tell people what's really going on because it'd be too dangerous for most people to know because foreign powers or other organisations would be there, and so you can't let them know. Um, so, I mean, it's, um, it's perfectly possible hundred to keep secret. And then, then of course you go down the whole blackmail route and stuff. And of course, there's all that you can do. And that of course, keep, keep people, um, quiet. Now, obviously the more people there are, the more, uh, weak links there are in the chain, but the number of people in a sense doesn't matter. It's the type of person, as long as you make sure that even with a sufficiently large number of people, the right people are there. Well, then, then yeah. I mean, you can at least um, uh, you, you can at le- least um, keep it quiet without um, too much difficulty. Um, with the government being competent, I mean, you mentioned the Manhattan Project. Clearly, the American government was perfectly competent in producing nuclear weapons, assuming nuclear weapons actually exist. Uh, on conspiracies, there is there is a theory that actually nuclear weapons don't exist, uh, or at least they didn't exist when Hiroshima and Nagasaki were bombed. But leaving that aside, I mean, they were clearly perfectly competent in doing that. Also, I mean, note the things that governments have done. I know libertarians are good at saying, oh, the government is useless. It's like, well, actually, it does pull off some good stuff. I mean, let's take this. Um, the Egyptians were pretty competent in building the pyramids. Pretty decent architectural... Um, um, achievement there. Um, the government was, well, the French and British governments were involved in producing Concorde, which still is the fastest uh, commercial airliner ever built, even though it's now retired. Now, where it failed was that it was um, it was commercially unsuccessful, it didn't make any money, but on a purely technical level, it worked perfectly fine, and it achieved the goal. I mean, Go in some other areas. I mean, certain things the BBC have produced historically with TV serials and stuff. Um, I Claudius would be a good example. High level uh, drama series, well written, directed, acted, etc. Was produced by basically an arm of the state. Now I know you could say, well, it's not really part of the government. But then again, we're going to get into disputes as to what's the government, and what's not the government here. But it is perfectly true. I mean, it's obvious that they can produce. I think. I mean, the government produces at least when they're built originally, good roads. I mean, they they are smooth. So the problem with the government is not that it can't do anything good. It's just that either the opportunity cost is really high um, and that the way they fund the things they do are things that people don't want and the way they achieve them is by taking money from them without their consent. That is what the government is, and that's why it's a problem. Um, so when you're saying the government is incompetent, people say incompetent, it's incompetent to do what? Well, do things that are good for lots of people. Well, yeah, but if that's not their goal, then so what? 
So I think the big problem really is is what what is really the goal. Um, so whilst it is true that certain um, departments and things are are useless in governments, uh, I mean, it doesn't fall from this. There's no organisational ability. There must be some organisational ability, otherwise the government wouldn't exist. Um, so on to... Um, on, on, on to like who in the government could pull off like the conspiracies you mentioned nine eleven not to go in, in detail I mean who who sort of prime targets and who is sort of reasonably competent it's probably people within the intelligence services um, who would for the sort of how should we say the blackest of the of of, of the conspiracies uh, again because you know they've got a good internal justification for themselves you know they they may be doing it for the good of the realm somehow. Maybe that actually this thing is needed to wake up America to do something else, or they could purely just be entirely self-interested, and which is which, which again is um, is 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 perfectly uh, plausible, um, just depending on you know what what their funding stream is, um, or or whatever. As I say, you you just need to make sure that the the I mean as you pointed out well as i looked up to it with um uh manhattan project i mean you just get people to know certain things and you just limit the number of people who know everything to a very small number i mean supposing that for instance so i think the manhattan project had thousands of different contractors working on it oh no sorry no no that, no, that was um oh no sorry i think in the moon landing one uh, but either way, even if the moon did what it said it did, the fact is that not everybody would know everything. And if it had all these different people doing it in different places, I mean, no, very few people need to know what the whole the whole operation is anyway. So uh, I see that as a perfectly capable, well, in principle, uh, way of um, of pulling it off. So uh, I mean, I suppose. It depends on what the conspiracy is, I would say, as to whether or not anybody could pull it off, for one thing. I think that might be a first one. Is it, would any group be able to pull it off? Um, because everyone recognised, say, 9-11 was a conspiracy. The question is, the conspiracy of who? Was it a bunch of uh, Middle Eastern hijackers who somehow got all the planes at the same, on the right day at the right time to go and find buildings just to happen when NORAD was down? Amongst other things, you know, all these things just kind of came together, which of course is possible. I mean, with coincidences, this is possible. I mean, when you on a plane crash, if you watch the air crash investigation, when a, air, a commercial liner actually goes down and crashes, it's because basically everything went wrong at the same time, which is highly unlikely. Like all the face safety, extra safety systems, like all of them happen to fail at the same time. So, I mean, it's possible that that's the conspiracy that was pulled off was, you know, just how it happened to be all these things went down at the same time. So I, I think you need to look at the scope of the conspiracy, um, what the specific conspiracy would be, what you would need to do to be able to pull it off. Uh, and then that's your question, could any group pull it off? And then if in principle, yes, then you've got to look at the specific, see whether or not the alleged perpetrators are the ones who did it or was, could another group have done it? Uh, I, I think that would be the way I would go about looking at it. One of the things is like where, two questions here. I'll give my answer here. You know, where's the evidence and who's they? You know, this this is a common accusation when you'd say, well, they did X. Well, well, so and where's the evidence? Well, one of the troubles of evidence itself is 
evidence is hard in some cases is hard to find, especially if the people doing the uh thing were covered up. Uh, so again, now we're implying they, and then the anti-conspiracy theory. Well, you're expanding the thing. Now you're gonna need a, more people to do uh, things. So, so one piece of evidence, and it, it depends on what you count as evidence here. Like, like the fact that there's only one security video. I might have said this before of of the Pentagon hit, and it's fairly grainy. Um, considering this is even in 2001, this is probably one of the most, most surveilled buildings on Earth, and there's only one grainy security footage. Like seriously, that's all you have. Like, you know, you know, in a sense, who needs, who need, you know, who has evidence here? I mean, an extraordinary claim we're making requires extraordinary evidence. And even, so that was something that sort of blew me away. Like, these tinfoil hat truthers had a point. I mean, at least the Pentagon strike has a huge hole, lots of problems um, in it. Um, so that, that, that sort of blew me away. I, I so, so, so that's, there's quote unquote evidence here. And everyone, for example, speaking of evidence, admits that, like, Donald Rumsfeld, it's, you know, his, we did an episode on his known, known speech. I did the philosophical side of it. But, but um, you know, there's no evidence um, of, uh, you know, for, of, of weapons of mass destruction. You know, they were never found, arguably. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Um, so, like, when you go looking for evidence of a negative or something like that, or evidence of a, of a plot here, which people want to cover up or hide, it's, it's, it's problematic to say the least here. And, and then to go into the they here, one of the troubles that I would say like the normies have is, and this goes into the Stockholm syndrome point here, is that, uh, the state, Walter Block and David Freeman, I think it was David Freeman and Murray Rothbard had this sort of fight maybe 50 years ago here, wherein like, you know, you know, the state is not just this guy that, that, that it's not just a, like, just a common crook. It's, it's a big crook. Now, whether it's like a, you know, to go like a Satanist cabal or something like that, I don't know. But you, you can't rule that out. You you know, it's like, so when the people ask the who's they here, the the normies are unwilling to, so to speak, um, um, go full in on the thought experiment here. And I think one of the reasons to do that is they don't have, A, they don't have an incentive to do that. And B, if they did, they would become a lunatic like us here, and they would be suddenly become... Um, less uh, agreeable, and this is my right, filtration point, which I made about a few minutes ago here, that the people doing the conspiracies are already filtered out. Like the the people like us would already get filtered out of large organizations. You know, they don't follow the rules to the letter. We make fun of them, um, um, and so forth here. And, and so, so I think I think you know the who's they, of course. That 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 becomes that that becomes the real question, which is hard to look into. For the Kennedy one here, speaking of, you know, you don't even need to hide the evidence here. For the Kennedy one, it wasn't for the happen for two people to have cameras, which were quite expensive at the time. Would there be any evidence that there was a conspiracy in Dallas in 1963? Like, if there was nobody filming it, would there be any evidence? Not really. Uh, I mean, it would be hard to do. And, And as Peter Hitchens reports here, you know, there was a Syrian gas attack, which was probably conducted by the White Helmets, um, which is like a prop organization, like a like a, a false flag. Does any I mean, does, is this common knowledge? For people like us, it is. But for everyone else, we almost invaded Syria over this. Um, so, like, you know there's conspiracies that happened in the past. Now, who's they? That, that Again, I'm going to keep repeating that question here because it gets asked to me, and I'm not sure. I can't, I can't, I can't, 
I can't come to a full answer. The religious people would say it's like Satanists here. And we usually did an episode with uh, uh, Rick Story here on this. Um, so maybe maybe it is. Um, who knows? I, I don't I don't have an easy answer here, but I don't think you can rule it out that there is some kind of elites out there that have some kind of control, um, whether through blackmail of certain things, you know. And this is more like the there are two other recent things that come in the Jeffrey Epstein thing, of course, as well as the allegations of mind like a memory implant. You know, if you, all you need is a few key technologies, and a lot of these things start becoming at least plausible. Maybe not doable with a capital D, but like at least plausible. So I do think the mainstream sort of just a priori rules it out. And I think they rule it out for a variety of reasons. So with Swithin, what do you make of my, like, they and where is the evidence here? Um, like, I, you know, I, it, it's, if, if they are as bad as the conspiracies make them out to be, they're going to be pretty competent and they're going to be pretty evil. And they're going to be pretty self-interested and they're going to cover their checks here. Or, if they, or in some cases, they don't even need to cover their checks. Because like people just buy laughable explanations as, as as uh, you know, just well, there's just only one security footage of this whole thing. So I, when it comes to that, the evidence and the day, I, I don't I don't entirely know. So I'm gonna keep repeating that, but I, I I think it bears repeating because who is it? So then, what would you make of it? Do you think the normies a priori rule out the idea of a certain brand of elites? I mean, if you take even Chomsky like theories of government seriously. You know, the government is not some grassroots democracy. It's It has its elites, and it has, a, by definition, have to have a certain sector of elites, which are unaccountable and, you know, self-interested and basically t- entirely unopposed, a, 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 other than other elites to come and take them out. Um, so, you know, the number of people, again, to control on this is not very large. I, I'm going to keep, keep repeating here. I don't think... The person, your uncle who works for the post office, or not saying your uncle, but I don't think your sister who's a nurse, not that you're a sister, I don't think they're in on it. Um, um, but I do think there, if, there are people that look the other way, and then there, of course, there are people who do benefit from these things happening. So that would be my, that would be my take on it. I don't think it's the, is it the most sophisticated take? Probably not. But I think, I think we can't rule it out. So within, what would you make of those two points I made? I think one thing to note with the normies is that they don't actually rule out conspiracies. If they, most normies had said, oh no, the Chinese government was engaged in a conspiracy or the Russian government was engaged in a conspiracy, they would go, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, of course they would, because they're evil dictators there. What I think that a lot of the um, impetus around, oh, well, why conspiracies can't happen is because we have liberal democracies and liberal democracies are open and transparent. And so we would really know about these things, but no, 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 we wouldn't know about it if we were in sort of China or, or, or Russia. Um, so I, I, I think sort of like in, in, in a discussion here, it's it might be interesting to say, you know, do you think this is what I'm saying? In principle, could something like this happen? And then if so, who might be able to pull it off? You know, do you, you know, do you think that Xi Jinping could do this? Or could the big bad Vlad, could he do it? And then if so, then we're just asking whether who did it as opposed to whether it was a conspiracy or whether it was just coincidence um, or, or, or anything like that. So I, I think that's a um, something um, to highlight when it's they I mean, when it comes to I think one of the problems is people think that I mean, one of the I, th- I think the most 
say they take nine eleven. Some people say, "Oh, you know, George Bush got it to got it to got it done." And it's like, well, no, I don't think so. And I think a lot of this comes to, down to as well as people who think the uh, the democratically elected inverted commas um, politicians they think that somehow they run the show and somehow they couldn't do it. To which I probably went, well, well, yeah, they probably couldn't. Um, so the they, I, I think what you really need to have is a more expansive and deeper understanding of who the, what the government is and who the, what the ruling elite actually is. Then you're going to have to do a bit of scrambling around to go, you know, who really are the, the, the global elites who are really the heads of government. So, I mean, for instance, Keith Preston would argue, or he has, but I may be missing... Uh, I don't represent him. He, he makes he he said in the past that uh, like the top wealthiest men in the world list is is essentially uh, missing the point. What matters is sort of access to resources, uh, and um, and you know the Saudi royal family are basically trillionaires with respect to what resources they command as a family. So focused on individuals is really missing the point, um, and so. Um, so you'd have to figure out who the elites are and then how this kind of influence things takes place. But just if you did have an, a small group of people who wanted to achieve something, if they've got sufficient means to do so and they're motivated, I don't see why they couldn't, even if they're affiliated with the government. And as well, when it comes to the government or, or officials in general, uh, mo most people don't want to go and say, oh, well... You know, it was definitely this black ops by the by the government did this because most people seem to have the intrinsic idea that the, the rulers they have are kind of in the are doing thing in in their interests and and if if there's something bad that the government's doing, it's not because the government in its entirety is is against people; it's just bad actors. Um, and so, as you say, you know, what what evidence would you find? I mean, this is the thing. It's like, oh. Um, you are the rival isn't any like really smoking guns. Um, and then, then they go, and then the some normal types would go, Oh, well, there's no evidence for this. This, this is conspiracy, it must have been just some, some Saudi Arabian and Egyptian hijackers, etc. Um, but then, but then you, uh, the, the, if you then say, Oh, look, there's this piece of evidence, you know, why is there only this, um, this camera here or some sort of small evidence. It's like, oh, well, you know, that's just, just, just by the by. It's like, well, um, if you find the problem is for the people who just have an a priori objection to conspiracy, either the, there is too much, too strong of evidence, which shows that well, it couldn't have been then it must be somebody else because if they were as clever as you claim, then they wouldn't have done this. And then at the same time, they then say, well, oh, well, there's no evidence. And then, but, but, but then they basically admit that if what you say is true, you wouldn't expect to find that much in that way. You'd have to piece it together uh, from smaller uh, elements elsewhere. So, um, again, with a lot of this, I, I think a lot of it comes down to more of a theoretical um, dispute beforehand. Otherwise, when you're going to look at evidence and what constitutes evidence, um, they're just going to default back onto their, well, you know, the government's really on our side. Uh, liberal democracy is good. Therefore, uh, you know, you're going to need mountains and mountains and mountains and mountains of evidence. Uh, otherwise, we're going to take the official narrative as true. Uh, I, I, I just think that that's the way these people are going to think. On my own, on my own account, like even there are certain things that I don't touch 
And like partly is that I don't have any reason to touch them or I don't have any interest in it. Even these, you know, what can you actually do if you find them out? Uh, if you don't, if you, if you find these things out, then what, what actually can you do? So like, like one of the troubles with like the pro conspiracy thought, and they, we did an episode on grifting, for example, is there are incentive structures for people to produce this, um, which aren't the best either. Um, whether there's a better, perfect incentive structure is a good question here. So I don't know. Some of them are intention seekers, hoaxers, and so forth, but not all of them. And some of these people are just sort of honest, are basically as honest as everyone else, and they just say, no, this is this is false, and they have an incentive to make a movie or a documentary or write a book against it here, compiling a case against the official account. So I do understand that there are, of course, um, you know, limitations here. But even 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 there, you know, there seems to be some evidence against official accounts on most of these things. And if you start looking deeper here, it looks, you know, it looks plausible. And in my opinion, if one is true, it makes other ones more likely to be true. So if the government was confident enough to kill John F. Kennedy, then the government's confident enough and capable enough and willing enough to do other things. If you do one thing right, you do other things right here. So I think in this sense, you, you know, the intersectional leftists who say, well, there's also gender oppression, there's also racial and so forth. Well, I think in a, in a similar way, not to say that it's true necessarily, but uh, in a similar way, like if one conspiracy is true, this feeds into other um, conspiracy theories being true. So I, I think they are somewhat linked here. And I think more sophisticated political thinkers that border on conspiracy theories like Chomsky, for all his criticisms, during the time of the Vietnam War, it was a conspiracy to believe, you were considered a kook to believe that, you know, the government was just acting in, um, you know, that, that the North Vietnamese guerrillas attacked the American ship here and so forth. So I I, uh, I think there's the more sophisticated uh, theorists like a Keith, like a Keith Preston, like a Chomsky, like a Hans Hoppe, you know, one argument is what's new. That's another thing. Like, you know, well, there's lots of these things. So that would be my overall take. I think there's a sort of theoretical thing that people can't keep secrets. There's organizations that I think there's organizations that can keep secrets and they don't have that much incentive to do so, like Volkswagen, you know. And then if you go bigger, like the Manhattan Project, we've seen it done in the past through compartmentalization. I think it's plausible. But that's my overall takes within here on it. Uh, I just sort of wanted to sort of get through this sort of common objection. So if you have any other common points, thanks for doing this. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree generally uh, w- with that. I, I think before you, we any discussion of sort of conspiracy theory um, takes place with, with normies or other people is um, is really one of elite theory. Um, you know, who is, is society run by an elite? Does is, is it have like a ruling class of a type? Uh, and then if so, you know, what is the nature of it? You know, is democracy possible? Is rule of the people possible? Or are we always going to have this minority ruling on top? The populist illusion by Nima Parvini, uh, which is an overview uh, of uh, various elite theorists, would say, well, well, no, clearly there is this small coterie of people who, who rule society. And I think once you have that in mind, then conspiracies become more plausible. As I said before, I, 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 I think the idea that, oh, we have a liberal democracy and, oh, no, we wouldn't do this against its own people, yada, 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 is basically the view that, oh, well, who we think the politicians are are ruling, are the most powerful people, which 
really doesn't seem to be true um, in any uh, real sense. Not to say they can't do anything, but they're they're sufficient. They're very circumstantial. Now, how and why is another question. And, and then you might want to get into the types of um, elite and you know what type of conspiracy is possible, etc. Um, but I think once you sort of eat the elite theory pill, then things become much more realistic um, with respect to the plausibility of um, conspiracies. And I'd just like to thank everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family and subscribe to us on Podbean on YouTube. The more subscribers we get, the higher we get in the search rankings and the more people can access this material. And if you'd like to contact the show for any reason at all, please contact us at mindcrimelibertyshow at gmail.com. That's mindcrimelibertyshow at gmail.com.